Welcome. Welcome. Hello. We hope you're well. We are well. I'm I'm well. I'm mostly well. You're I mostly sound well. I sound not well, but I am. It's just no. it's an uphill battle. Don't don't it's, worry about it's it. It's a minor battle with the air <sighs> and the allergies. What do they call it? Allergic rhin- yeah. rhinitis or something. But we're happy to be here we're and happy to be here. we've got some treats in store. Treats in store. Ready? Uh quiet puppy. Okay, here's the theme song. I'm ready. I'm ready if you're ready. Oh, God. God, that was traumatizing. But the thing is that we don't know what we're doing to make it work. I don't know. Like, you just pressed buttons and then it worked. (laughs) I was watching the whole time, but I still don't know what (laughs) you did. Like, I didn't... I don't know what I did and I was pressing the buttons. God, this whole thing. Oh, it's so annoying. Okay. This is vile. So, if- for those of you listening at home, we're <laughs> having the most annoying day with technology. <laughs> we just It just sometimes is working and sometimes is not. And there's no conceivable reason why. It keeps doing that thing, which it, it does one of two things. It either will only record one of our mics. Yeah. Um, Even if it sounds to us like it's recording both. Yeah. So, before we were doing something and it sounded like it was working and then it apparently did not. The other thing that it sometimes does is that annoying thing that we got feedback about with one of us talking in each headphone, yeah, one, which is, yeah. we know is bothersome. So we're doing our best. So it seems to be working for now. So let's just keep going so before we, the computer. Yeah. Goes. So we have limited, we also can't have both mics plugged in at the same time as the power cord for my laptop, which it's, is problematic. So, yeah. It wouldn't have been problematic if things weren't so hard to get going. Anyway, we're here. Okay. We're excited because we are going to bring back um, an all-time favorite. It's a fan favorite. It's a fan favorite. It's back by popular demand and it is Cake Etiquette. Cake Etiquette. Now, I have um, two things to say. One of them is really only Cake Etiquette and one of them is just about weddings and weddings have cakes. I have also two things. Okay. One is about also about wedding cake etiquette okay. and the other is just about general... Um, cake goodness okay so one of my stories is much one of them's outrageous okay and one of them's mm, interesting would do you like me to start off with a um cake at a wedding provocation okay go on okay so this is brought to us by uh, a colleague of mine her name is miss ella she asked to be named um Love you, Miss Ella. We love. We actually do love Miss Ella. I've given her the great award at a recent staff oh. meeting, which is actually just a greater. Love that. Yeah, but it's super, super wholesome, super fun. She's fabulous. Anywho, so this is brought to us by Miss um, Ella. She had a wondering about a uh, trend on the TikToks. Okay, on the TikToks, which I'm not on, but eventually they make their way to me via friends, via Instagram, via Facebook. Yeah, so I see them in the reels. Yeah, same. Yeah, uh, like a real grown up. <laughs> <laughs> so this is this question's brought to us by Ella. I I think she's not wondering so much about uh advice for her personally, but I think she's just wondering is it a thing that we should continue to accept? Oh, okay. So the premise Hit me with your best shot. So the premise of the video is um it's this woman at somebody else's wedding, mm-hmm. clearly, and it's cuz it's like labeled that's what the writing on it says. Uh <laughs> Does what it says on the tin. I'm very technical with my yes. TikTok terms. Anywho. The caption. Uh, yeah, the caption. That's right. You're welcome. I I am. <laughs> <laughs> so the caption sort of uh, describes her at someone else's wedding. And the video depicts her 
at the table with a very, very small wedding cake, which, you know, could have been intentional. Maybe they just didn't want to spend too much. It was yeah. whatever. So it's a very small wedding cake. The caption says that she's ignored the brownie table, for which is clearly dessert. Oh, no, they had a dessert table. Okay. So they've had a dessert table. And this, I'm a fan of a dessert table. Me too, because I want to choose. I, don't I want to pick want, and choose as well. I don't actually want the wedding cake. No. It's Often just, and they're gross. Unless it's like three Woolies Muds cakes stacked on top of each other, I'm not interested. Yeah. Um, anyway, so she has ignored the dessert table mm-hmm. and assumed that they have just not handed out enough wedding cake. So she's going to go on herself a big slab of cake. From- is that... Oh, sorry. Is that the assumption? How do we know that's the assumption she's made? I think I think it's outlined in the caption. Right. Like, I, yeah. Because anyway. the footage... Is just of a woman getting herself a piece of cake. But the cake is on a podium. It's very clear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But how do we know she's a... Like, what if she has not sort of mistaken <clears throat> the situation for not having the cake handed out and she's just brazenly gone and got some? Oh, that changes everything. That's far worse. Oof. Okay. Um, I'm going to leave our listeners with that because I don't know that I can decide for Miss Ella... What would you do? Like, what do you do in that situation? I think if I was the person getting the... I I just would never be the person getting the cake. No, 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 no. I mean, who? What kind of sociopath is? That woman in the video. That one woman. (laughs) Because we don't actually know what's going through her mind, but she has just gone and cut into this whole... There's no breaks in it. It's not being cut into at all. She's made the virgin cut. The marital cut into the case. She's got to kiss someone if the knife comes out dirty. There's a lot of responsibility there. I am flabbergasted by this. Um, but I'm thinking in terms of like I, stopping to video it is completely acceptable if you're the bride and you've seen this. But I'm thinking about my experience, which is limited of weddings. And I'm actually just thinking that is the bridesmaid's job. You go and intervene because you as the bride do not have to decide you don't have to make decisions like uh-uh. that. Oh no! On your day, um, so my I have a wedding anecdote, <coughs> and it's also brought by uh, by a, not a listener but a friend. Okay. Um, <laughs> and I, it's only very tenuously related because it's about a wedding and it's about etiquette. Uh, I just gave a story about wedding cakes. Tenuous, it is not. Ma'am. Okay, it's not really about cake. <laughs> okay. <laughs> So this, this friend, is wedding etiquette. This is wedding etiquette. <laughs> this friend, um, and I'm gonna have to be careful not to like give away too many details here. But I think maybe this. Do I know this person? This faux pas has possibly ruined a friendship. Okay, not between me and someone, but between my friend and someone else. I'm looking at your eyes, and I feel like I know who this is. But please so, go on. <laughs> uh, I can neither confirm nor deny. Okay, say okay. nothing. So my friend. Um, RSVPs for a wedding. Yes. The wedding comes along. In the lead up to the wedding, her child is sick. Can no longer attend the wedding. Okay. It happens. You, you're hosting a wedding in COVID times anyway. Um, the expectation is, meh, maybe people can't make it. Yep, totally. So she doesn't make it to the wedding, neither does her partner, sick kid. Fair. Has she un-RSVP'd? So in the drama of the very sick kid, she's not had the chance. Okay. The wedding's like, it's a sick kid. Yep. Yep. Comes on suddenly. She's not had the chance. Um, On the Sunday, so, you know, marital night, 
first morning as a married couple, someone's made the decision to send a message to only the woman, not the man, of this couple and say, sorry, we missed you at the wedding. Please deposit approximately $200. I'm not, I can't remember the exact amount, nearing $200 uh, per person into the following bank details to pay for your absence. <laughs> I've never heard of this. Okay. Tell me what you think. Imagine you get that message. I would be irate. <laughs> okay. I would be blowing up. <laughs> so my friend is like, look, I'm going to pay it, but in, in no hurry. But I, I will pay it just to sort of close the lid on the thing, just sort of draw a line under it. Put it away in a box. Um, ca- there's a lot to unpack here. Like, can you imagine that that is your first priority on your first morning as a married couple? I cannot, no. <laughs> okay. Secondly, can you imagine that you target one member of the family unit that you're hitting up for the money? Sorry, you said it to both of the absentees. Okay. Is Yeah. Do you have the right to? <coughs> Oof. Do Were your wedding guests originally paying? Because I know that that can be a new thing that ha- happens now. Because frankly, if I went to a wedding... And they said, it's a hundred bucks a head. I'd say, sure. No worries. Okay. This is what, this is sort of where I ended up on it too, is that you can't retrospectively apply a policy. If you have an, a cancellations policy, that needs to be on the save the date card. Oh yeah. On the RSVP to begin with. If you don't show or you cancel within a certain amount of time, you will be asked to pay per person. If you've indicated you're coming and then do not appear. Mm. This is what will happen. Yeah, absolutely. You can't do it without people actively consenting to that policy. That's oof. I'm in the camp of it's very much not on. It's not. How embarrassing. How embarrassment. How embarrassing. And also, right, like she was still fully intending to give them their wishing well money and give them their gift no longer. Because that's typically how you pay for your presence at the wedding is through the gift. Oh, my God. I can't. With this story, I need an Anzac biscuit and a watermelon vape. A, a Bex and a lie down, <laughs> as my colleague Jen would say. Um, so that was my outrageous story is j- the actual audacity. I would be way too embarrassed, right? That money's gone. You've spent it. Goodbye. You expect some no-shows. I would be humiliated to send it. I would have gone straight back in. With the, I would have really used milked the sick kid details because they've not stopped to check why you're not there. Oh, another important detail. Just come straight in cold with the, here's the money you owe and the bank account details. What if it was like a dead relative or something? What if they died? Fuck. Could have happened. Excuse my language. You'd feel like absolute diarrhea. Also, it's COVID time still. People... Don't show in order to not turn your wedding into a super spreader event. I know two people that happened to. Had a super spreader wedding? Yeah, yeah. Maybe that's the marker of a of successful party these days. Maybe. Maybe. Um, did you have further cake etiquette questions? I do. Comments? <laughs> I do have another cake etiquette story. Okay, go on. Uh, it's not so much cake etiquette like where the question sorry do i sound ridiculous <laughs> you sound like a snuffleupagus yeah 
It's kind of endearing. My pocket is so... Not my dog pocket. My <laughs> actual pocket of my shirt is so full of... Oh, my God. Look at your dog, though. Oh, he's so He's, handsome. like, passed out on my couch. Oh, he's really tired now. Oh. After that big walk to Pet Barn. <laughs> we walked 1.6 kilometers. We really needed a little break, so we went to Pet Barn <laughs> 10 minutes before closing. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay, because I'm a regular. Yeah, they let you in. It's fine. Um, um, okay, so you've got a you've got a cake etiquette. So my cake etiquette story is it's something that happened to me, mm-hmm. uh, and it was less around faux pas of cake etiquette yep. and more around absolutely what to do. Okay. with cake. All right, and I want to also distribute that to our listeners. All right, all right, let's work it out. Let's workshop it. So. I, this is another event that's happened at work because almost all the cake I ever eat my whole life happens at work. Same. Unless I'm at the woodworks having a flourless chocolate cake. Yeah. So uh, I'm at work. Something has sort of unfolded. It doesn't really matter what. Um, And I've gone to ask an executive Mm -hmm. for some support with something and some clarity around uh, a particular problem I've had. Right. Okay. A, a wise decision, you know, get someone experienced. Absolutely. So yeah. this is after school. It's like five o'clock. Yep. And oh, do you not finish teaching at three and go home? Oh, do you know any teachers who <laughs> go home? <laughs> yeah, curious, isn't it? <laughs> Couldn't help myself. Sorry. Yeah, well, I appreciate it. So it's like five o'clock, and I've had this dilemma. It doesn't matter what it was. Mm. And um, so we're sitting, and she's telling me all about it. Uh, about what to do and sort of what steps to take to like fix it. It's like a computer thing. Yeah. And um, in the midst of this, I'm sharing another story about something else that has sort of happened that mm-hmm. I hadn't had a lot of. Uh, it was something very significant mm-hmm. that had happened at school that um, I didn't really get much closure or support yep. with. Yeah. It wasn't anybody's fault. It's, you know, yep. it was just a thing that happened and. Anyway, it was something that was quite upsetting and I didn't realize, because it happened quite a while ago, yeah, I yeah. didn't realize how upset I was by it. Yeah. And as I'm sitting there talking about it, and it's only kind of loosely related to what we're doing. Yeah, yeah. And I started to cry. <laughs> Look, happens to me all the time. And I was just went, oh, I'm so, and I was really, it caught me off guard. Yeah. I was like, I can't believe I am crying about this. I haven't thought about this in some time. Mm. It wasn't even about me. Yeah. Anyway, it doesn't matter. And this person, this is an example of what to do with cake. Okay. So I'm crying. She's going, don't worry. And she pulls out this giant tub of what I found out later to be my current housemate's birthday cake. Oh, my God. So it was Courtney's cake. It was like her birthday cake, but it was the leftovers. Yep. And Okay. It was. Oh, I thought she was serving it to you before having done the birthday bit. No, 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 no. Oh, okay. So there's this like amazing homemade cake and it's full of chocolate. And she cuts me this gigantic slice. Like, Ooh, yep. you know, in uh, Matilda, when Bruce first sits down to eat the cake, you know, the big slice yep, of cake. I know what you mean. That was the size of the cake. Yeah. Right. It, she's tall. She's thick. She's moist. Yeah. She's rich. She's chocolatey. Okay. She She's thick. Decadent. Yeah. <laughs> so she gives me this cake and I was like, weeping still and laughing and a bit like embarrassing, confused and surprised. <laughs> and I ate the cake and I absolutely felt so much better. It helps. <laughs> Sugar and fats. I'm telling you, it helps. 
So that's an example of positive cake etiquette. Positive cake. Someone's crying. Cake. Tea and cake. Absolutely. Every single time. You know the scene uh, in Harry Potter where Harry's been done by the Dementors and Lupin comes in and he's like, have some chocolate, you'll feel better? Yeah. I have a colleague. I don't think she minds being named. Jen. And she is our Professor Lupin. We love Jen, by the way. is whipping out Milky Ways and Freddo Frogs left, right and centre anytime someone's looking a bit fragile. But the thing is... She's whipping them out to everyone if one person looks a bit fragile so as not to draw attention to them. Genius. Whoa. Genius. That is game changing. But it also clues you in. You're like, oh, we know we've got to be a bit kind to each other because the Milky Ways have come out. I know. That's magic. So my cake etiquette um, was sort of feedback. It was someone was like, oh, there really is lots around cake etiquette. And um, he said to me that... um, (laughs) He said to me that he's been working in education environments for a really long time. Yep. He's in faculties that are usually dominated by women, tend to be a matriarchy. Um, and he has now, for his whole career, always had to eat the last piece of cake. Not, not chosen to. He has to. Because otherwise, okay. otherwise, in these particular environments, that piece of cake's not getting eaten. No one else is eating it. Those ladies are not They are not it. touching it. And then we're at work and I start to notice it. There's one donut left over from last Thursday. Someone's gone and bought new donuts. Now there's two last donuts left that no one else is touching that he has to eat. Can I tell you the only time this phenomenon, mm. phenomena, mm-hmm. phenomenon does not apply mm-hmm. is cheese. Oh, it doesn't apply with cheese. No. No. So I have seen this replicated time and again with um, chocolate, lollies, cake, mm. all this sort of stuff. The only time I've never seen it play out is with cheese. Ch- but it's true. It's true. Cheese is fair game. Yeah. The boys have to eat the last piece. I don't know what that is. Yeah. Well, we know what it is. It's Gender. body image. <laughs> Gender roles. Gender roles. Um Shame. Shame. Yeah. And he gave me this book. It's called What We Don't Talk About When We Talk About Fat, which I'm reading, which is tragic and sad, but also really, really interesting. Um, And he's sort of given me it off the back of me being just so saddened, but also frustrated with all of the moralizing people do around food. So even though there are all these lovely people bringing in treats and chocolates and cakes and making cakes and things that work, um, they come with, they don't come sort of free of shame or guilt or moral comments or moral worth sort of applied to them. So the cake gets presented, but then every single woman over a certain age has to go, oh, I shouldn't. Oh, I'll be bad today. Oh, I'm meant to be being good. I'm going, cake doesn't have morality. It absolutely does it, not. It doesn't. And so there's this learned sense of um, people cannot see me have a second piece. I can't be the first person to have the second piece. My piece can't be the largest piece. And I most certainly cannot be the person to take the last piece. And it's gendered. So he has to, and, and you know, it's a burden he bears, bravely, take the last piece. Wow. So if you are a woman listener and you're out there and you see the last piece and you want the last piece. Take it. Take it. It's yours. Save the man, the one man in your workplace from having to eat it. He might not even want to. Because... I have just a very quick side note mm. about someone who I know will not mind being named. Oh, love. <laughs> um, so 
Brenton okay, yes. is constantly cursing about the women bringing in cake. Because <laughs> <it's, laughs> he's forced to eat it. Ruining his physique. <laughs> so I, this is my final cake anecdote, is that I don't like cheesecake. Yes, I do know um, And I've had two kind of romantic interludes that have involved cheesecake. <laughs> first one. So upsetting. <laughs> first one was really in my youth. Um, when a boy was, I think, trying to get my attention. I'm, I don't think I'm overstating to say that. And not being well equipped with how to do that verbally, express his sort of appreciation of me as a human, he made me a whole cheesecake. And the cheesecake he presented me with was a baked cheesecake. And I Which was is like, my favourite, actually. Oh, sorry. I really don't. I'm so I know sorry. you don't like them, but I, they're my favourite. I really don't like cheesecake. And he goes, that's okay. I made like a refrigerated kind as well, just in case. And I was like, no, I... I don't like any cheesecake. I I don't like any cheesecake. (laughs) And I crushed this boy so, just so hard by accident by doing that, that the second time I end up in a romantic boy cheesecake situation, I just, I fake it. So in this sense, cheesecake is the boy's favorite cake. I can't stomach it. <laughs> the first time this happens, he knows I don't like it. His birthday. Every single event thereafter that was special, people went out of their way to make a cheesecake because it was his favorite. But we've left it too long to say that I don't like cheesecake. So I get served every single time a generous slice of cheesecake that I won't eat. Now, the way that we manage this, though, <laughs> is for when people aren't looking. Him to eat the cheesecake. The only problem is, if people are not looking when he eats the cheesecake, he is then subsequently served a third slice of cheesecake. (laughs) And at this point in the evening, is just shooting daggers at me for ruining his favourite thing by making him have a bit of a Matilda Bruce moment. (laughs) 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 On every special occasion ever. Oh, boy. As he downs... (laughs) The enormous slice of cheesecake, uh, <laughs> just to save me the embarrassment. So bless, bless the men doing their part, taking the last piece of cake. You know what? That's a gendered wrong. I'm happy to step into. <laughs> that's it. Twist your arm. Okay, fine. <laughs> um, that's roughly all I had for cake etiquette. Okay. The only other cake quirk, it's not an etiquette, but a cake quirk I have is I don't like the icing on carrot cake, but I really like carrot cake. Okay, which icing? Are you talking about the one that comes like pre- Cheesy one. The real cream cheese icing? The, any version of it. Okay, because that's my favorite part of it. So, and this was With an arrangement walnuts. I had at boarding school, was that there were people who liked the icing but not the cake. Made in heaven. I eat the cake, they eat the icing. Best friends. Boy. Boy, oh boy. Boy, oh boy. So, occasionally if you're feeling down, if you feel like maybe there isn't that right person out there for you, you need to find the person that likes the icing when you like the cake. <laughs> I think that's all for cake etiquette this time That is all for cake etiquette I'm sure more is going to come up Particularly around Christmas Please let us know uh, about cake etiquette Or sort of Cake related Cake adjacent maybe. Cake adjacent Etiquette adjacent Yep 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 totally Cake faux pas Or uh, positive cake etiquette That yep. you see I'm uh, calling it uh, PCEs <laughs> You are not. I am. <laughs> Stop it with your jargon. Uh, no, I'll 
you can't be a teacher if you don't you love, love an, an acronym. acronym. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thank you. And have your cake and eat it too. Have your cake and eat it too. Have a, have a slice on us. <laughs> Stop. Okay. I actually have a gift that's not just for you. It's a little early Christmas present. Ooh. It wasn't planned. It caught my eye. Okay. And I thought of you and I thought of you straight boys. So it's for your household. Okay. Are you ready? I hope so. Okay. It's, I would have wrapped it, but we had such a day that I've not had the opportunity. We've had a real day. Look, I'm not going to begrudge you for not wrapping it. I've also got a gift for you, which I've not wrapped. Okay. So the gift is for you and the straight boys, but it also comes with an anecdote about my grandparents. Please lay it on me. Which is part of the gift, I'm sure. It, well, that will be for me. I think that they will like it too. Oh my God, stop. Merry Christmas. Can I just say, <laughs> this is not the first time I have received one of these. But have you received this edition? Not this one. <laughs> one was like a staff secret Santa. <laughs> Thanks heaps, Kerry, for that. <laughs> um, so I wasn't going to buy it, but but I am walking through, and we will sort of reveal what it is. <laughs> walking through Westfield and some lovely beardy, beardy bald men. Yeah. <laughs> you have fun with that. Were, they had a stall up. It looked like one of those charity stalls where they wanted you to sign up and give money. But as I go past the first time, I realized they're selling nude calendars. Classic. Tradey calendars. Um, and I would I say like, nude, but I would say... Um, not nude, nude. Not nude. Uh, implied Sug- nude. Suggestive. I think that's what we call it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, suggestive indeed. And initially, I'm like, look at the airbrush on that. Ridiculous. Initially, I'm like, uh, n- no, I'm not shelling out for I don't. I have no purpose for a nude calendar. <laughs> but the second time I walked past, I recall that my family had a running joke of buying my grandparents kind of the most niche nude calendar we could find as their Christmas present every year. And it started with a cricket calendar. <laughs> What with Don Bradman? <laughs> Which, with like <laughs> Brett Lee and sort oh, of that, that era. Wow, okay. Yeah. And it was in my aunt's, it was for my aunt and it was in her toilet. And for some reason, someone was turning the calendar around every time they went to the toilet. And it Someone's was, embarrassed. <laughs> to be- it was revealed that my granddad couldn't get a flow up, not because of his prostate, it had been removed, because he couldn't do it while <laughs> a nude cricketer was looking at him. <laughs> <laughs> So the next year we bought them like a CWA nude calendar. Beautiful. I don't know. Well, I don't know if it was the CWA. I don't want to blaspheme them or whatever, but <laughs> old ladies. And the year after that, we had a lawn bowls of Vietnam vets. Hot. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so we just continued to get them the most obscure nude calendar that we could find. And so I'm walking past and I recall that I smile to myself. The man mistakes me as smiling at him. He's very lovely. And he says, look, we're selling these tradie calendars nude calendars uh implied nude calendars they're 25 dollars, and it goes to beyond blue or who does it go to does it say mm. it's for charity and i think do you know what i've seen some of my boys struggling this year and i think that's a good thing mental health is important happy to buy the calendar but what i actually say out loud to him is it's a shame my grandmother's not alive anymore to appreciate it <laughs> <laughs> Which he thinks is a proper crack up. It but is. He, he isn't holding this. 
he's holding just a regular old nude calendar. Oh my God. And he says to me, well, if, if you're interested, this is the one we're selling, but if you're interested, we do have a household chores edition. And I went, I'm listening. Same I'm already, I, I say I'm listening, but he's I'm sold. You, he's got you hook, line and sinker. And he's like, well, it's the special edition. We haven't actually opened them to sell them yet, but they're out the back. Um, and it is up. the same tradies, but they are like doing the dishes and the vacuuming and the dusting and stuff. And I think, <laughs> do you know what? This could serve as aspirational for some of the boys in houses around Australia. Can I just say the actual title of the calendar is the Housework Hunk Edition. <laughs> so I immediately think of you and I think of your straight boys and I think, do you know what this is? This is a nice bit of inspirational um, iconography for your 2023 in your share house. I think it's going to be very well received. Oh, good. I can't wait. So that's, you're well. Happy Christmas. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate this. And I'm so glad that you said that calendars were really helping you. (laughs) Because the last time I got one of these was actually at school and it was at a school Christmas party. That's too much. It it was like a... um, it was like Secret Santa yeah. end of the year thing. Yeah. It was a couple of years ago. And um, it was a fireman one. Yep, yeah, yep, yeah, yep, yeah, yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. Classic. And I really wanted to put it up because it was so funny. And I just couldn't. So it just lived like, Damn. you know. And I was like, I don't know what to do with this. But well, anyway. I will be looking for that in your house. I will. I'm going to document it. <laughs> Good. Excellent. It's gonna, every time we get to a new <laughs> month, it can go on the Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> I have a gift for you. Excellent. Good. Um. Now, I found this gift by complete accident okay. yesterday. Uh, but, the best kind. But I learned about its existence also by accident, not yesterday. So, um, I know that you and I both love watching a certain YouTuber who <gasps> makes food. Do you know who I'm talking about? Is the woman one? Yeah. Yes! Emmy, Emmy made Emmy in Japan. Makes. Yeah. Yeah, Emmy makes. Oh, I love her. And only very oh. recently, probably, I don't know, I'm going to say less than a week ago. Yes. I was watching one of her older videos yes. and it was where she made a, she was trying two recipes out of a book. Because if, if you don't know who she is, definitely look her up. She's fantastic. She's so good. Uh, she's really wholesome and she but makes. funny. I love her. Yeah. She makes, um, she kind of tests food yeah yeah she tests them on youtube and gives you like real-time reactions and the way that she kind of explains the food and is just really she's awesome. excellent We're she's just, very easy to watch i just love her anyway so she was making some out of a particular recipe book mm. and i just really think that you will appreciate it i really wanted this for myself okay but i don't think i will make the recipes out Ooh, of it okay and i think that you might mm-hmm. God, I'm gonna die. I'm you already are. dying now. Just so you know, this is a um, I I'm gonna say where I got. It. I actually got it at Dirty Jane's in oh. Fishwick, and which sounds suggestive if you're not from Canberra, but it's actually just like a big. Uh, it's kind of like a secondhand shop, but it's like an outlet. It's yep. like fancy secondhand. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, or vintage, yep. I think they say. And this is what <gasps> I got. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness me. Okay. This is, I'm holding in my hands. It's bright yellow, as it should be. It should be. And it has on the front the 
absolutely iconic illustrations of Quentin Blake. And it is Roald Dahl's Revolting Recipes. <gasps> I cannot. I'm going to turn to a random page. Please do. Turn to a random page. Okay. I'm just, it's like this is my tarot reading for okay. me. Are you yep. ready? Fresh Mud Burgers. Fresh Mud Burgers. <gasps> what book Yum. is it from? From James and the Giant Peach. Fantastic. Fantastic. Let me do, I'm just going to do another one briefly. There just, is one in there. I'm going to tell you now. There's a recipe for Bruce Bogtrotter's chocolate cake. Oh, brilliant. Oh, that is so good. And timely because my school put on a production of Matilda this year. We went to it. Which it we went to. And it was fantastic. Absolutely fantastic. Um, and I believe it's going to come on Netflix as well soon. The filmed version. From your school? No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> yes, indeed. No, no, no. The filmed with them. With, um, and I can never remember her name, but it's the one who got nude in the movie I talked about last time. Oh, Emma. Yes, Thompson. Thompson. Yeah. As um, she's playing. Um, oh, is she the Trunchbull? Trunch, yeah. yeah. She's playing Trunchbull. I don't know if she can top out Trunchbull, though. No, or even. He was just, iconic. I really like Pam Ferris. I'm just going to say it. Amazing. Yeah. Amazing. Oh, these are so good. We've got some fantastic Mr. Fox. That's a bit sad, though, because it's chicken. <laughs> <laughs> Stink bugs eggs. Hot. A lot of James and the Giant Peach in here. There's some from the big, the BFG, the big friendly Do you know what? This one's for you. George's Marvelous Medicine Chicken Soup. Do you know, I have read this book to kindergarten countless times. Mm, You need that for your allergies. I do. Do you think it'll fix hay fever? I think it's worth a shot. I hope so. It's worth a shot. Oh, thank you. That's beautiful. I can't believe you found that in Dirty Jane's. I know. What a what a thing. And it's a gorgeous hardcover. Oh, it just speaks to me of... Oh. The slipcover on it is a little bit damaged, but... That's that, what they're for. That it is vintage. Okay. Well, I mean, we're doing well. I've only got a few things left. I think. I think. Uh, how much time have we got? I have no idea. 7%. I reckon we've got another 15 minutes. I'm not telling the massage story today because I can't. <laughs> like, I, get it. I want to be on yeah. when I tell you because yeah. it's yeah. So, so good. Funny. <laughs> uh, That's everything that was on my list except mind games in public. Okay, yeah. So things you want to know about, things you want to run by me. Can we do that? Yeah. Okay. This is a new slash old segment because I think it touches on the origin story of Report Back. Uh, and it we is... have two gins deep. Yeah, <laughs> just had, FYI, had two gins. Um... <laughs> and these probably aren't going to be released in order, but at this point in time, two gins deep. It's okay. Um, also, we've eaten most two... of a peppermint slice and whatever that cake is. And I've eaten a bag of chips. Did you eat the whole bag? Yes. Does it... Well, you fed some to the dogs. I did feed it to the dogs. <laughs> both dogs. <laughs> he comes a snoot now. Okay. So you've got this is our segment called things you want to run by me. Yeah. I do. Things yeah. I want to run by, run by you. This one's not about straight boys. Oh, we need to come back to the boys in the bath. Oh, we do. Okay, we need okay, to come back. Okay, let's do this first and we'll do boys in the bath. Um, Yes. So, basically, I was just walking through Westfield. And okay. I was, we both know that we, like, you and I both have really rich internal worlds. Busy yes. minds. Like, I have several interior monologues. I have bees in my head. <laughs> Um, I think in images like film kind of footage and in sort of narrator voices at the same time. Yep. Yep. 
And then I have to do this while I walk around the place. I'm sure that's normal. Um, but I was walking around Westfield and what I find I do often in public spaces is play like weird games in my head about the public space I'm in. And I don't know if maybe I'm crazy. I'm so excited to hear because I've got some too. Okay. So maybe I'm crazy, but um, one of the meaner but more harmless ones is I pick a person and I try and decide what the world looks like from their point of view. Okay. <laughs> Which terribly sort of, so often it'll be a really tall person or a really short person. And I'll find myself like sinking, slouching. And then I'll find myself like trying to kind of hold their posture. And I just try and imagine how the same things I'm looking at look or feel to that person. Okay. Until they kind of walk off my path. The, <laughs> the other thing that I like to do um, is just pick a person who I think looks like a bit of a D-head. <laughs> okay. Is there criteria? Um, no, they just they just have some kind of demeanor about them. You just get the sense. Arrogant, basically. Okay, yeah. Usually men. Always men. Um, and <laughs> I particularly like doing this where there's a long stretch and there's actually plenty of room. I have a feeling we play the same game. Say more. And what I like to do <laughs> is they're walking toward me, I'm walking toward them. There's plenty of room, but we're on track to crash. And I like to play crash chicken. Patriarchy chicken. <laughs> because without fail, the men that I pick assume it is my job to get out of their path. That I am going to have to be the one to move. So much so that I would say 50% of the time we run into each other because I refuse to move. That's outrageous. That is how sure they are that they don't have to step out of my path. I have to step out of theirs. And then I start to notice this, like I, I notice it when they do it. Obviously, I'm fully capable of easily jumping out of their way, but I will notice them do it to people who are not as well equipped to move out of their way. People pushing trolleys, people with prams, people with walking frames, people with babies. And it just makes me so irate that I feel like I am strong enough to barge them and I don't mind. You're happy to crash. Yeah. And it, they find it embarrassing. I'm not at all embarrassed because I've been thinking <laughs> about it the whole walk up. Okay. The entire walk there. So I like to do that and I like to see if I'm right. Um, and sadly, I am a lot of the time. I also play um, pick <laughs> pick the grumpiest checkout person and try and make them smile by the end of the interaction. Oh, okay. I do the absolute reverse of that. <laughs> <laughs> like Deborah, is, she is covering someone else's shift. She does not want to be here. Her arthritis is acting up. Everyone's used the self-checkout all day. And she's missed her smoke break. Yeah. And I, she, her nail appointment's been cancelled. And I pick her and I'm like, I'm going to make you smile. Oh, bitch. And I've only got a limited interaction to do that. And I try and do it. And it feels so good. I really respect that. So I hopefully those two games um, sort of man dodge them and... <laughs> Patriarchy chicken. <laughs> patriarchy chicken and check out smile hopefully they like neutralize each other in terms of karma i think that they absolutely do Mm. also patriarch you are not getting bad karma for patriarchy chicken (laughs) so it happened to me the other day literally like i was i was actually mad about this it happened to me we just walked up the underpass so the footpath um i was coming up from under that underpass 
There's a fence, so I can't see what's around the other side of the fence as a pedestrian. And a man is flogging along on his bicycle along the path. Um, and I can't, well, like I can, I could have stepped off the path, right? But it is a foot path and I am on my feet. Correct. Who is going at, the person going at an inordinate pace on a machine is the one who should be moving off the path or to the side. He, he doesn't plan on doing that. He thinks I'm going to step to the side, even though I can't see him before he's right up against me. So I don't move. Good. Um, so that he has to pull up stumps so hard he comes off the bike. And then he acts like it's my <laughs> fault. He fell off the bike. It's a footpath. It's I'm on the feet. Yeah. No, you've got right of way and right of decision about where you go. I, he was the one that had to dodge me. I'm sorry. It's true. No, you're on foot. He's on a, on a top of a mechanical contrivance. Yeah. Like were I a pothole, he would have gone around me, but I'm a human and apparently worth less. I know. Oof. So mad. That's upsetting. I was so mad. A bit of a mammal anyway. Are you familiar with that phrase? A mammal? Yeah. It's an o- acronym. Only, I was going to say, only so much as like um, animals that give live birth. No, it's a middle-aged <laughs> man in Lycra. Oh. <laughs> oh. Christ. <laughs> oh. My other what, favorite one's potato, but we won't be joking about that. For very long. Oh, right. Person over 30 acting 21. Shh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that ain't it. So that's my psychological mind games. Um, And basically I wanted to run by you. Am I crazy? Oh, no. Oh, no. No, no, no. No, 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 no. Because no, I play the same. I didn't realize it was patriarchy chicken. Okay. <laughs> but I have also been playing that. <laughs> um, Because... I, I, I wonder if my criteria are different. I know I sound, I sound so ridiculous. That's okay. Um, but yeah, no, never. What sort of person are you picking? Like, I am always picking a dude with annoying muscles and maybe neck tattoos. Okay, I'm picking a dude in a suit. Oh. Yeah. Okay, yeah. I haven't come across them because when I'm going to these places, it's like the weekend. Yeah. So I don't see them. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm picking a dude in a suit. Um, I see, I find, and maybe this is, maybe this is a, also just an extension of the gender thing that the muscular tattooed neck, they are moving for me, but they're making some eye contact like a, like a, um, they want me to notice that they've moved out of my way. Oh, okay. And I do. And I'm thankful. I think it's nice. I'm ha- I move out of other people's way all the time. Oh, me but too. it's when you are so invisible to them and they are so sure that their path okay. is the most important path in the public space, I am like F you. Okay, so I am also I'm very good at apologizing mm. if I have almost run into somebody. Yes. Um I am what was I saying? You are good at apologizing. Oh, okay. So this happens to me all the time. Uh, I'll be in like Coles mm. or, you know, Peter Alexander. Or mm. <laughs> I'm, I'm in a shop. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Love a Peter Alexander moment for you. I've gone for a browse. Yeah. And, you know, you come around the corner or you awkwardly yeah, interact yeah, yeah. with somebody. And you say, oh, I'm really sorry. You do the dance. You, yeah, absolutely. My hands are going up. Yeah. They can see my palms. I have a colleague who calls that a Canadian standoff. I mean no harm. Yeah. Uh, I'm a safe person. It's fine. 
I'm so sorry. What I want to hear in response is either, oh, no worries, yep. or, oh, you're fine, or they also say, oh, yep. I'm sorry. Yeah. I want some kind of verbal acknowledgement. Yes, that you've apologized. What I hate mm. is silence. No. It's rude. It's rude. It is. It's rude. I'm not having it. It's rude. If I say, oh, I'm sorry, and then they look at you, not only just look at you in silence, but they look at you and scowl. Yeah, it's a and scowl. I'm like, sorry, I've actually made it. Att- I was very clearly not going to run into you. Yes. And I'm being polite. Yes. Unnecessarily polite. Now you're scowling at me for in- interacting with you. Okay. And being polite with you. I and, also and it hate really that. it pisses me off. Yeah. You're not having it. I hate it. No, it's not a vibe. Not Did a vibe. not pass the vibe check. Oh. My final thing I do in public... Which probably is mad. Um, is if I don't fully know where I'm going. I know all about this. You've told me about this. I, Please go on. <laughs> I find someone who looks like they are running the same errand as me, and I follow them in the like blind faith that they will lead me where I need to be. My favorite part about this. <laughs> Um, idiosyncrasy of yours is that more than once it has panned out. I do only do it because it works. <laughs> I do it driving as well. I'm like, I know that car looks like it's going to Rodney's in Pialago. I can see a dog in the back seat. Car. Yeah. They obviously, they've got a sun hat. They're yeah. probably gardening and they've got a dog that go to Rodney's. Yeah. So if you find yourself pursued by a pearlescent white Corolla, it's only because I think you know where I need to be and you are leading me there. Like the North Star. It really... Yeah. I look... It makes no sense. No, I know, but you've done, <laughs> you've done this for years. <laughs> I know, I've done it for so long. Because I'm a terrible navigator. Oh, the man. likelihood they know how to get me where I need to be is much higher than I do. It's a, it's a curiosity. <laughs> yes. Yes, 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 yes. Anyway, so that's... I, I do spend a lot of time people watching. Um, and I think that helps inform these decisions. Speaking of people watching, mm. I had something to run by you. More just to ask your mm. perspective about this. Um, do you ever really lean into stereotypes of real life and have wonderings about them? So when you notice people... I like love a living in, stereotype. Yeah, so out in public. And I look for the ones that I really appreciate. Yeah. So I'm going to give you an example. Okay. Um, so yesterday I saw what I consider to be an absolute queen. Yes. Great. Let me describe her to you. Please. She's leaning against her Corolla hatchback. Was it me? No, it wasn't you. <laughs> it was a hybrid. Okay. All right. Dream goals. So it's a hybrid. So she's thinking about the, the, the world. Yeah. She's also in her nursing scrubs. Oh, she's yes. She's got aviators on. Oh. She's got like a... Like a silvery grey, like pixie, cool pixie cut. Yes. And she is chuffing away. She's having a fag. I love her. She needs it. And and she's got her like pink Asics runners on. Oh, I and love I, her pink Asics. And I'm walking past her and I'm looking at her and I'm thinking, God, she's a queen. I she's like a living her. stereotype of like queen bee lesbian nurse yeah yeah she's not taking any bs she's absolutely head nurse what's your pain on a scale of one to ten i don't think so yeah like she's telling you like she's seen worse hun she's seen worse shut up yeah that that is not an emergency anyway so you've eaten a chocolate (laughs) bar when you've been asked not to eat bottom of the list 
get out. No worries about it. Get out of my sight. Like she was Nurse Jackie in in real life, basically. God, I love her. And I just immediately felt compelled to go and be her friend. But I I didn't, obviously. Yeah. Because that would be like inappropriate. Yeah. But uh, I really wanted to befriend her. Yeah. Because she fulfilled this incredible stereotype of someone I would respect. I look, I really like both those things. I I like someone who leans into a cliche, but I also like someone who is a c- complete um, dark horse. So I like face tattoos, PhD. I like. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Um, I like eyelash extensions, like, I don't know. Lady tradie. Yeah. Like yeah. I, I love the juxtaposition. I'm all about that Oof. just yeah. to keep us on our toes. It's so important. Yeah. And I love, I love the power of the notion that like those people know that pe- everyone is making the wrong assumption about them. I like to think I do that when I wear, like when I go to school dressed like a bit of a skater. Yeah. I love, I love your skater look. <laughs> I love your commitment to a check shirt over a white t-shirt. Boy, I wear so many flannies. The flanny game is strong. Oh, storming. What's that? Oh. For Uh-oh. Those, oh, the dogs are scared. For those of you listening along mm. at home, our fans, we are, that was a real life thunderclap. That was a real, it's getting, Poppy's outside in that. Come inside, oh, no, you goose. Oh, no, Pocket's outside. Pocket. Well, we better. We should probably sign off and deal with the dogs and the thunderstorm. There's a bit going on here. Yes, we've had a day <laughs> at the gin. Oh, babe. Uh, we needed it. I feel completely sober. Oh, same. Also, uh, my allergies are so annoying. You're going to keel over any second. <laughs> I might die the way I <laughs> Someone check on me. Put a like a, one of those geo tags on me, <laughs> so you know where I am going up the parkway. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Take care, everybody. All right, bye everyone. We maybe, love you. Maybe test a mind game in public. Who knows? Test it out. Let us know. Uh, oh, there goes the thunder. <laughs> thunder. Uh, let us know on the Instagram. Give us your feedback. Please, please, please send us messages. Yeah. Uh, we do read them, sort of. Okay, actually. We I act ha- on them. I have to disclose this because I'm not very good at Instagram uh, for myself. But if I get one for the podcast Instagram, I do read them. Yes, lovely. Yeah, because they affect not just me. So my messages, I fully ignore. Emails, I've deleted them. Yeah. But Instagram for the podcast, I'm checking We're there. We're committed to this. We are. We are. What do we call ourselves? Professional amateurs. Yeah. Love that. I like that for us. I like that for us. It's apt. Okay. Oh, gosh, okay. she's getting... Scary storm. I better go put the umbrella down. Okay. I've got to take Pocket home. He's wearing his uh, rugby shirt today. He is. Oh, he's not pleased. Okay. okay. See you. Love you. Bye. All right. Bye. Bye.